This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. You think the fans miss us now that we're only doing every other week? I think so. Yeah. I miss us. <laughs> when I'm trying to figure out what to like listen to in the morning, there's, I, I always listen. So I know like once a week, I'm going to have like our podcast to listen to. There's really no other podcasts out there. <sighs> okay. Can I honestly, like, I don't want to get like too <sighs> off track, but I'm having like a hard time with podcasts lately. I'm getting really bored and tired of the ones that I normally listen to. Wow. I don't even know what I want. Like, so I always, I listen to Forever 35. They put out three episodes a week, a regular episode and two mini episodes. I like them. I listen to them every time. Mm -hmm. So that's not really, like, that always, like, fills that need, I guess. But, like, what else should I be listening to? I don't know. It's like I don't even know what I want to listen to. Um, There's a... uh good one called not another D podcast i knew okay i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> listen campaign three is starting this month uh it's probably like the day that this comes out i think campaign three starts so i would highly suggest jumping in now it's a perfect time uh, <laughs> i could just jump in now i don't have to listen to campaigns one and two no so campaign three is going to be set in the distant future after campaign one, but in the same world. So there might be like some references and stuff, but you don't need to know about it. All right. Are you going to do it? Wow. Maybe. So like I've been listening. (laughs) I really like this. Like I like a true crime serial type of thing. Like that's what I've been looking for. Mm -hmm. And I started listening to the Murdoch murders because it was interesting and timely. And like, I didn't, you know, it was like in the news here. Yeah. And so this woman who reports on it, like down there in North Carolina, North Carolina, I think she was like reporting and like telling the story. And I'm like, okay, I got to listen to this. But like, she's not a podcaster. She's a reporter. And she says that. So it's like the sound quality isn't amazing. Like, Sometimes you're just like, uh, it's like dragging out, although the story's interesting. But now we're at a point where, like, they're maybe going to try. Like, there's nothing more interesting to say at this point. Yeah. Well, there's always <sighs> new interesting things to say on D&D Live Play podcast because you just make it up. Um, so you never run out of <laughs> fun things to do. So... We're talking about the pilot today to The Legend of Vox Machina. I did get us off track, didn't I? Yeah, that's okay. fine. I can always seg us back. It's fine. Yeah. Um, this is based on the D&D Live Play podcast, Critical Role, which was, I don't know if it was one of the first, uh, but it was it's certainly the most popular D&D uh, podcast of all time. I started listening and I got into D&D because of NADPOD, not another D&D podcast. Okay. I know you just Who like, told you about that. I think Casey did. Casey did. Okay. Yeah. And you were like, okay, I guess I'll listen. Yeah. All I right. Mean, I had never played D&D before in my entire life. I mean, you were kind of judgmental about it. 
About the podcast? No, about, about D&D, D&D before you started playing it. Sure, I'm just judgmental about a lot of things. <laughs> like, there was a, a board game. What was the board game? You almost didn't want to get it because it was from the makers. Lords of Waterdeep? Yes. You were like, oh, it's in the, it says on there, like, from the makers of Dungeons and Dragons. And you were like, uh, I don't want yes. this game. Hey, and now it, it's like a great, or, I mean, you like the game. Well, I sold it many years ago. But yeah. Okay, sorry, listen, I can't keep I, up. I don't want any of my board game friends that listen to think that I still play Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> I, like, I'm going to stop telling people that we know to listen to this podcast. Listen, my snobbery moves like, at lightning speed. You got to keep up. I just, like, I can't have them... <laughs> Like, especially, like, new friends. Like, now, like, that we're getting into this, like, we're going to be making friends with Billy's friends from school, his parents, like, that whole world. <laughs> I can't. Like, maybe I just shouldn't even mention that we have a podcast. Probably Because you're going to yeah. come off, like, such a jackass. <laughs> and be like, oh, that guy, Bill. Ooh. Anyway, let me talk more about myself and about how I got into D&D. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Casey suggested this podcast that it was really funny. I was like, all right, fine, I'll give it a shot. And at that point, like, I had long since stopped caring about, like, what people thought about my interests or hobbies. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. super into fucking birding and craft beer and all this other stuff. And the podcast was hilarious. It's four comedians. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept listening to that, slowly got into it. I played in an online game. And then this past year, I've been playing in, like, a live D&D game. Yeah. Uh, and I want to start my own very soon. Um, oh, and for I, those of you who don't know, if you're just tuning in, Casey, who we referenced, is Bill's brother, used to be a host on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. And him and his friend, Mike, have had, like, various podcasts, a lot of them centered around something having to do with Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, for anyone yeah. that's really out of the, out of the loop. Um, <laughs> I... Of course, as soon as I started getting into it, I heard about this show, Critical Role. And so I tried to listen to the first episode of their podcast. It was so overwhelming because there were eight characters, Mm. like eight uh, voiced characters, plus the dungeon master, Matt Mercer. So there were nine voices on the podcast. That is a lot. It was way too much for me. Like, Especially when you're listening to it at one and a half speed. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you couldn't keep up. <laughs> um, yes, like NADPOD is four people. It's a dungeon master and three characters. Sometimes they'll have a guest that is like so much more palatable to me. I was so overwhelmed. Like, And they're all talented voice actors. Like that's how this started. It was a bunch of voice actors that mm. got together just to like have a fun game. Okay. And they like played for someone's birthday in 2012 and they decided to keep playing. And then, you know, Felicia Day. That name sounds very familiar. She's... I think started and runs this company, Geek and Sundry. They have their own TV or uh, online channel. Okay. It's all like geeky, nerdy stuff. Okay. But, you know, she's like a very attractive woman that's like, oh, okay. You know, always like hosting She's like a show. hot nerd. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was friends with one of these voice actors, approached her. She's like, well, why don't you do this for this new uh, streaming thing I'm starting, Geek and Sundry? And mm. so they were one of the first shows in 2015. Um, now they have like, hundreds of thousands of uh, subscribers their youtube page has 224 million views wow yeah it's like and now i think since 2018 they have broken off and started their own critical role company production company really yeah wow yeah Yeah, they're doing very well Uh, but anyway i got off topic a little bit i was saying that i started to listen to it and i i don't even know if i got through one episode 
it was just too much. Even though they're talented voice actors, like I just couldn't keep track. Yeah. Just in an audio medium, like nine voices is just too many. Right. I mean, I could give you a suggestion. Just slow it down to normal speed. <laughs> but of course, I'm certainly in the minority because the show is just wildly, wildly popular. Yeah. Maybe I just needed to like have a little bit more motivation at the time. D&D as well has become extremely popular over the past few years. Mm -hmm. um, it's been around for 45 years. And, you know, I was just doing a little research before this. Every year since 2019 has been the biggest ever in terms of like sales of, of like source books and whatever really? else. Really? Yes. Every year since 2019, it just keeps getting bigger. Hmm. Um, since they launched a new edition in 2014, fifth edition. So like every edition, they like kind of change the rules a little bit. Okay. And so... I think 3.5 and 4 were like pretty heavy in terms of like rules and complexity. And so 5th edition, they simplified things, streamlined a lot of the rules, and it became much more accessible. While at the same time, this Critical Role show went on the air. And like those two things together kind of Got it. pushed D&D. Okay. &D, uh, now, can you kind of like give a brief like description of what D&D &D is besides like a role-playing game? Like what exactly, like there's a, a dungeon master? Yeah, so there okay. is, there's one person, a dungeon master, who writes the story. And, you know, they have books that you can buy that will, like, kind of outline stories for you. Or you can okay. just completely make up your own. I mean, they can be anything you want. They can be set in a fantasy setting. They can be set in a futuristic setting. Literally anything you want to do is on mm -hmm. the table. Uh, and then they have different, like, character classes, different, like, races of fantasy beings that you can be. And, okay. and they all have, like, different pros and cons to them. Okay. And then the rest of it is a role-playing game. So you are acting as this character. You're going on some kind of adventure quest, whatever the DM decides. And so it's a combination of role-playing and interacting with the world and the people in the world. And there's like tactical combat. So, you know, you all have all these abilities when you're fighting enemies. Mm -hmm. um, so you're kind of keeping track of that at the same time. And there are games that are have no combat whatsoever. And it's literally just you and your friends like talking and interacting with the dm's npcs they call them non-player characters okay um and then there are games that are really combat heavy it just depends on what you want to do what if you're playing and you don't like what the dm is doing like uh, you just have to yeah i mean you could have a, if you if you really it, don't right. like it you could have a conversation with the dm i mean there's a lot that i've read about like the rule of cool like Yes, there are. There's like a big rule book mm -hmm. about what means what. Um, but like, as long as people are having fun at the table, that's the most important thing. Who, okay. who cares if you bend the rules? Like, there's no stakes to this. Right. It's, it's just right. like an improvisational game that you and your friends are playing. So why not have a good time? You know. Right. Um, th and that's I why guess I, I didn't know how like seriously people took it. It's not like it's there's like there aren't like competitions, are there? Like you couldn't I, I, really. So there's something so called, open ended. There's something called Adventurer's League. I, I have no idea what the format is, but I think it's kind of like a league that you can like play in. I, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know how it works. You can take it more seriously. Um, but like that's why I love NADPOD so much is because, I mean, it starts out really goofy yeah. and continues that way. But like the characters are really silly and like the actors are really silly, but it's set in this world written by this guy who like writes the world very seriously. And okay. I mean- I've I've cried listening to that podcast before. Like it's really? it's so fucking good. The writing is so good. He like makes all these characters that you really care about. Um, but then like the actual players are so silly. It's it's, yeah. it's such a good mix. It's such a great balance. Do you think I would genuinely like it? 
I so I would say that skews more towards the role playing side, but there is a lot of like combat. Like they they fight yeah. bad guys, you know. Uh-huh. And so a lot of it is like appreciating how they're handling their characters and the combat, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you would like get or care about. Right. I think that you would if it weren't for that, I think you would definitely get into the story and think it was funny and entertaining. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Maybe I'll give that podcast a, yeah. a chance. Um, so, so let's get into the show that we're watching. Let's get into The Legend of Vox Machina. Uh, so it starts off with the same scene that was like in all the trailers that I had been watching. You know, there's like Matt Mercer's deep voice comes over, you know, a band of heroes has gathered to fight an unknown evil that threatens the land, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And we see like very stereotypical, like a wizard, a fighter, a dwarf, uh, you know, whatever, like, yeah. like the five absolutely stereotypical, you know, fantasy people up on a, on a cliff. Yeah. And the monster comes up and they immediately all get killed. <laughs> a giant boulder squashes the dwarf and then the wizard gets chopped into a million pieces and the human gets burned to a crisp. And that's it. It's, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we're introduced to like the king of whatever land we're in and all of his advisors. And they're looking at this this map. And like every group that they send out to find out what's going on just gets killed. So like we need to find the best mercenaries in the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know he's got like this blonde woman whispering in his ear, and then like a dark elf or like a drow or something that like dark blue skinned elf. Yeah, talking yeah. to him, the so, taller some, guy. Yeah, something's going on yeah. there. Um, and then we cut to all of our main characters in a bar in mm-hmm. a tavern. This is like classic D anD. d You so, always like start in a tavern. So I was confused because I knew that this was based off of a podcast where they were playing D&D. But what I didn't understand is I thought I think the way that the the first scene was where they're standing around this like map and table like I thought these characters these people were playing D D. <laughs> that's what i thought was happening and then it cut to oh, oh, elizabeth the world well you haven't watched enough uh it could that could have happened it could have been it right it, it could have been yeah but i mean like there's always like a big table with some king and his advisors looking over a battle map there's, i mean i know i've yeah, I watched Ga- game of thrones i was gonna like, say game of thrones had that yeah but like i was like oh but i've never played D, so i didn't know like how that was set up yeah like oh are, are the dice here like is that yeah. what they're you know what i mean like i thought it was yeah yeah i didn't know how into it you would have to get like do you have to dress up i didn't know you can uh and so our characters are all drunk our protagonists um hammer drunk and they get into a fight that's like someone else kind of picks with them, but like then they start, you know, beating destroying down these other the guys. bar. Yeah, destroying the bar. <laughs> uh, there's still like some funny little moments in there, yeah. and they all get kicked out of the bar at the end because they don't have enough money to pay for repairs, or right. they re- refuse to. And so they're all just kind of like sitting in like the dirt in the street. One of them like just keeps barfing. This, I know. Like, young, oh my young god, druid woman. And she's like, she's like the the anxious, like kind of melancholy one. She's like, you know, why are we even together? Like, we don't do any good. Yeah. Um, and so the bard gets up, the little gnome bard, and he goes around the corner to pee. And as he's peeing, he sees someone putting up a wanted mercenaries poster, like right. help wanted. Which not only do we have to see the barf, but we also like see his stream of pee. Yes, he like turns and like pees on the person, but I was like, "Do we have to see all? Can we just play the sound? Like it's just everything's so graphic and visual." Like I, 
And I mean, somebody's prob- like hand. Does somebody's hand get cut off in this part too? Yeah, in the tavern. Yeah, like it's yeah. just so like. <laughs> and there's like some giant werewolf thing that's attacking the druid, and she barfs into the werewolf's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was certainly too much. it was certainly not rated G. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he comes running back to the group. Like, good. I was gonna say also this bard earlier in the scene when everyone's in this fight, he's upstairs like. Oh, yeah. Having sex with the bar keeps daughter. Daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we see like frontal nudity. Yeah. Uh on her at least, I think. And I think we see the And bat. He, well he, his fucking mandolin is covering Yeah, yeah. him. We do see her <laughs> boobs. And then I think we see like the back of some blurred out testicles at some point. They weren't blurred out. They weren't blurred out. They weren't blurred out. It's burned into your memory. <laughs> I just, I thought this character was so, like, so annoying (laughs) and so also, like, then later funny. Yeah. And also, like, I know who this person is. (laughs) Of going into theater school? Yes. If you... If you spend any time in like your high school theater, your college theater program, if you're majoring in it, or any community theater, there is this guy. Yeah. And he's taller than this one, but not by much, right? Like he is, he's the guitar guy at the party. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, knows parkour and like, has like a bigger mind. Like you're always surprised at how like jacked this person is. Oh, okay. And... They're just weird. And they're always like, they always have a girlfriend. Yeah. Doing it a lot. I just like, I know who this is. It's just, it's so funny. Yep. Uh, So he convinces all of them slowly that like, this is what they're meant to do is go to this king and like take them them up on this uh, mission. It's worth a lot of gold. And so they go to the kingdom they're like in the throne room with the king and all his his advisors, and this is where we get our first like big musical number, led by the bard, mm-hmm. this guy, which I thought was pretty good. It was, um, and then he starts rapping about himself. Yeah, and that it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was good. Uh, and so the elf advisor does not want the king to hire them for whatever reason. Yeah, but the king's like, ah, uh, you know, we need somebody. They have a bear. I really like this bear. It's a, oh yeah, that's right. They have a bear. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's a party of eight, but one of the one of them is a bear. So right. it's seven voices and a bear. And so the king agrees and hires them. And so, you know, they're they're taking on some like flying ship to a nearby village to where like the last attack happened. Mm-hmm. And you know they're like interviewing the villagers, trying to get a lead. And we you know we like slowly start to see a little bit of each of their personalities. Um, there's twins, Vex and Vax. And I should mention that Vex, the female, has, like, some sensation when they're in the throne room. Yeah. Like, I think, so, th- this is D&D talk, but I think she's a ranger, and she has, like, some sense when there's, like, evil or, like, monsters around. Okay. And so she got this sense in the throne room. Yeah, it was like she got, like, weak or, like, a headache or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then this, like, elf guy kind of, like, looks at her. Like, they kind of lock eyes. Yeah. So I think yeah. there's something up with that elf guy. Yeah. And her brother kind of connects with like with one of the little kids like he's i think he's a rogue and he's doing magic like with a little coin and he gives the kid a silver coin oh right yeah and so then they set off on their way and they're like you know we follow them through the wilderness for a little bit and eventually they like come to this like clearing with like a bunch of bushes and she gets this sensation again Mm -hmm. like so something bad is near 
and out of the bushes jumps like a little lamb, like a cute little mm-hmm. lamb. And as they're like, oh, a huge black dragon emerges from the brush, right. stomps on the lamb. And we just see like its blood like splurt out. Yeah. Uh, and then the dragon opens up its mouth and starts like shooting lightning out of its mouth. Now, I think technically there should be a blue dragon if we're going with standard fifth edition. Um, blue dragon shoot lightning. Every every chromatic dragon has a different uh, mm. breath weapon. Well, it was dark. So it was a grayish five. blue. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe I, I think it was bluish. Okay. All right. <laughs> And so they just get into this battle with this dragon and they're like throwing everything they have at it with absolutely no luck. Like they're not even making a dent in this thing. Mm-hmm. And so the druid, you know, they finally like get her to kind of focus because she's like nervous again, anxious about everything. And she finally focuses and like the sky opens up and it brings down this huge lightning bolt and hits the dragon. But it just makes the dragon stronger because it's a lightning dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Um, and so... You know, the dragon again, like, shoots lightning out. The entire, like, mountain, like, collapses onto them. And the dragon flies off in victory. But they narrowly survive because she, like, creates this uh, dome like of vines. vines. Yeah. yeah. To protect them. So she can shoot lightning and also grow vines? So druids are, they kind of, like, harness the power of nature. Oh, so she has these, like, antlers growing yes. out of her head? Yeah. Okay. So she can, like, speak with animals. She can control plants. She can control the weather. But she drinks a lot. Yes, and she can't handle her booze. Yeah. Uh, so, listen, if you want a crash course on all the races and classes after this, just let me know. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll get I'll, back to you. I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, My schedule will clear up. And so this is when Vex like says to her brother and the rest of the party, like, listen, whatever I felt in the throne room, I felt again when that dragon was there. Right. And it's a feeling that I haven't felt since. I think she says something about her mom. Yes. But like she like trails off. She doesn't finish the thought. Yeah, they don't really like and she doesn't like fill them. I guess they're kind of mad. They're like, why weren't you going to say anything? Yeah. Um, but she says like, you know, someone has either been near this dragon or might even be working with this dragon. Like I'm just getting this weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's leave this kingdom. Like whatever is going on here is way above our pay grade. And so, like, they all, like, slowly start to agree, like, yeah, this is not worth dying over. Yeah. And so they walk back towards the town and find it's been completely decimated by this dragon as it flew over. Yeah. Like, all the houses are crushed. And so Vax, like, rushes back to this fisherman's house where the kids were playing and goes inside, finds everyone inside is dead. And then hears a noise. And it's the boy who is, like, horribly injured. Right. And so he's, like, holding the boy in his hands and calls the cleric over to him to like heal him but she is like totally tapped out from healing up the other people in the party and so she's too weak he she can't do it and the kid dies in his arms and she also i'm guessing must feel a little bit guilty because when they first came through the town they're like oh can you like protect our house and she like does this like (laughs) lame ass like yeah you'll be protected like doesn't really like i don't know if she's like nervous or like feels uncomfortable to do it yeah or like feels like she's not good at it or something yeah yeah i don't know what it was (laughs) Yeah, the house was not protected. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so obviously this upsets this guy. And so, you know, he's like, you know, we could have stopped this. Like, we could have stopped that dragon and saved these people. Yeah. And so now they all slowly turn the other way and they start to agree. Like, they have to do something. They have to yeah. figure out what's going on and stop this dragon, even if it means they're going to die doing it. Right. Uh, and that was the pilot to The Legend of Vox Machina. 
Uh, interesting note, this was uh, crowdfunded. So they went on Kickstarter to like make a cartoon about the podcast. Wow. And so it's partially funded by their listeners. And then Amazon picked it up and funded the rest. Mm. And I think I think it's already renewed for a season two. So is it like, is it like the, I don't know, people in Wisconsin who like own the Green Bay Packers? Like, is it like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't you don't own a stake in the show. You just help to fund it. Oh, okay. You get to watch it now. <laughs> okay. Cool. So did I. I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so I, I think it, it, there's probably going to be a lot of podcasts about this show of people that listen to the podcast of Critical Role. Neither of us right. have. I'm into right. D&D, but haven't. And you have absolutely no idea what's going on. Right. So what did you think of this animated pilot? So at first I hated it. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> at first I hated it because I just like thought it was so unnecessarily. Well, I say unnecessary, but I didn't listen to the podcast. So like, I don't know what it's really like, but I just felt like, okay, why is there so much puking? And so like, it just like, wasn't my thing. It was like yeah. too much. I was like too, there was too much going on. It's almost like the way you describe like listening to it for mm. the first time. Like I was just like, oh my god! Like the animation style is not my favorite. We've talked about that before in some other animated things we've watched. Like yeah. it's not my favorite animation style. It it was just so like frantic, and like there was just so much. I don't know. I just felt yeah a little bit overwhelming. Um, but like <laughs> that first scene though was also. Just, like, by its nature, it was kind of frantic. They got into a huge bar fight. So it was, right, like... Right, Then the story starts to develop a little bit. And, like, the characters, you, you they start to, like, separate themselves isn't the right word. But, like, they start to come into their own a little bit. So I can separate them, basically, yes. from yeah, each other. Yeah. So, like, then I started to follow the story a little bit. And I thought, you know, the characters started to be, like, kind of funny... I was, like, thinking the whole time, like, I don't know if I'm interested at all in this, but, like, it's fine. Like, now I know what's going on, and, like, that's fine. Like, that's all I really, like, want sometimes is to just be able to follow it. Sure. But, like, by the end, after I was like, oh, well, now I kind of want to know what happened. But I'm not 100% sold on, like, the, if it's something I'm really going to want to spend my time watching. Yeah. But, like, I did, it did end on a note where I was like... Hmm. Okay. Like this is something like if you're into D and D or into this type of thing, like I would absolutely recommend it. I know you would like ask that question later, but yeah. like I do recommend this to someone. I don't know if I'll continue watching it, but yeah, you know, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I I totally get what you are saying about the frantic beginning because mm -hmm. you know they had that like goofy opener and then the king is talking and then it's this insane bar fight where it's right. just like action like super fast yeah. paced um but then yeah i thought it i thought it settled down you start to see the personalities of all the characters developing <laughs> i was a little surprised at how like r-rated it was same thing mm -hmm. so many f-bombs right off the start you see like a dwarf like eating out a cartoon woman <laughs> <laughs> i think he's a gnome actually Oh, gnome. Yeah, dwarf. that's right. Yeah. They did say gnome. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you know, it was like a classic Dungeons and Dragons start, like this this band of like goofballs in a tavern, like get into a fight. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I mean, all of the voice actors are very talented. Yeah. And, you know, I, I didn't feel as overwhelmed watching this as I did listening. Yeah. Cer- certainly, when you can actually, like, see the characters and visualize it. Are they the same voice actors that yeah. were in the... Yep. So, Steph Beatriz was... No. 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 Okay. She's not one of the main main characters. She was one of Who the king's she? advisors. Oh. She just had, like, one line in that throne Oh, room I scene. thought I recognized her voice again. Yeah. No, more. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, she might be in it again, but mm-hmm. she's not one of, like, the main party. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, the the pilot had a good amount of humor to it that I thought was, like, actually funny, um, but it was still, like, dark and gritty fantasy, like, yeah. this dragon thing. Uh, listen, this show is so popular, and I know that even the NADPOD DM, Brian Murphy, who, like, is a god as far as I'm concerned, like, <laughs> uh, like the way he writes this stuff is just incredible to me. Right. And he has praised this guy, Matt Mercer, for writing this story. Okay. So I'm sure that the story is really interesting and gets, like, really intriguing and deep. And I'm sure we're going to, like, really care about all these characters. Yeah. So, I mean, I have I have faith in that that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to watch. It's, a, like, a short season of, like, whatever, 20-something minute episodes. Right. Um, I... I think that it can be an entertaining, whatever, funny, heartfelt show and a successful show. I just feel like it's tough to capture like the essence and spontaneity of Dungeons and Dragons, the game in a scripted show. Right. Even if that script is based on a spontaneous improv thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I'm just curious since neither of us listened to it. Yeah. How exact it is. Right off of like did they listen to it is it basically like the transcripts and they animated the transcripts of the show like no i'm sure not no yeah i mean so this isn't going to be the only season of it but it's like whatever eight or ten short episodes the show the first campaign of the show which is what this is based on is 114 episodes that are all like two or three hours long holy shit yeah and they've they've done three of those that's insane so this is one of okay you and Casey have <laughs> long tried to get me to play D&D with you. Like, yeah. you've wanted, like, another person. Like, you need more people to play. Like, every time <laughs> you guys would come over, he would come over and we'd record the podcast. They would try to get me to play. And I'd be like, no. And, you know, Casey would be like, come on, but you're an actress and you would like this. And imp- I... I can't think of anything I want to do less. And that's not to say, like, that is just hearing you say how many episodes it was and how long it is. Like, I don't want to spend my time doing that. And it's not because I think it not because I think it wouldn't be fun. I'm sure I would get into it and have fun doing it. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. eventually, like, I would like I can I can. Even though it's not something I'm into, like, I understand that there are hobbies that, like, other people have that I am not into just because I've never done them before. Right. Right? Like, I'm not so, like, oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I get it. We've watched enough shows on this podcast where, like, my tastes have changed. And yeah. so it's not that. Although fantasy is not my number one thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, that, like, that is such a huge time commitment. <laughs> On top of the fact that I do get really nervous doing improv mm. and I've had those those moments where I've kind of like let stuff fall flat and like so I do feel 
Like, do you ever get that, like, stage fright? No. I mean, the stakes are so low. So, you know, I play I play in a game and we play for, we play once every other week for, like, four or five hours. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's just... It's just so casual and like everyone's just having fun and being goofy. There's never like, is there ever that like one person there who like takes like makes everything go like completely like a left turn? No, no. I, I'm, I'm, you're like, no, we're not oh, doing that. Like, no, you didn't just fight. Like, that's the other thing. It's like, oh, I take out my sword that I or whatever. I'm, I'm assuming like, right. You say stuff like that. Like, I take I my mean, sword and I <laughs> and I chop your head off like <laughs> then it ends and like at least in improv you have to be like yes and then my i carry my, my head, head in my hands <laughs> and i talk to you that way no you no know? no it's nothing okay. it's nothing like that <laughs> I, when, when you see like spoofs of D on like saturday night live that's like the type of shit that they oh, would okay. write like like the one guy who's always fucking around and yeah. I'm, I'm sure that that guy exists in many right. forms not that i would you not know that, that's not someone i would played. ever play with for sure yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just like everyone's just like goofing around and having fun. Like on the very rare occasion, like last session, I brought up like one serious thing with another PC that I had been like saving up. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like tricked them into telling me a secret that they had been hiding. And then we kind of like bonded over it. And everyone was like afterwards, like that was a cool moment, you know, because like. So what's a PC? PC is player character. So all of all of us, not the DM, control one player character. Okay. That that's us in the world. Okay. That's like our avatar in the world. The DM controls literally everybody else. Every bad guy, every townsperson you're gonna oh, meet. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I just control one person in this world. That's it. And so you tricked that person into telling you a secret. How did you trick them into telling the secret? So we both speak. So I play goliath and i can speak common which is like you know english okay um and dwarvish and giant and at some point i found out that this person spoke giant but they were they had never told us this before so when we were drinking at a tavern one night i said something in giant and they responded to it and i was like i know that you speak giant like why don't you tell me blah 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 and then like she went into her backstory a little bit it's a guy who plays a, a girl um and you know, like we. How did you find d- out that they speak giant? I, I don't remember. And then what did you say? And what does giant I, sound like? Oh, I, we don't actually speak like another language. So this is what I don't. <laughs> it's just like use, she, your, use your imagination. I know, I know. I just, I guess, I just have to be there to yeah. like see how it went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, this group that I play with, it, you know. Most of our stuff is like tactical combat. Like we do like a lot of fighting. Okay. Um, but that's why everyone was like, oh, that was like cool that like there was actually a moment of yeah. like, p- two PCs like interacting. Um, but it could, like I said before, it could be heavily weighted one way or the other. Okay. But, but I, I never feel like pressured or awkward while okay. we're playing. Yeah, definitely not. I wouldn't be afraid of that part of it. Okay. And And these podcasts are like hundreds of hours long. That doesn't mean that you can't play in a D&D like a one shot where you play for like three or four hours and that's it. It's like a very short story. Yeah. That's all encapsulated in like that one night. Or you play for like 10 sessions over like the course of a couple months. Or like, you know, this, this game that we're playing now will probably take us like two or three years to finish. But I only play a couple hours every other week. Yeah. You know, so it's however long you want to play for. Yeah. Two you're in? No. <laughs> You did not convince me yet, but like, 
that's interesting. I guess there's just like some stuff I didn't realize about it. Yeah. But I mean, anyway, with that said, I felt like it, it was like a pretty entertaining show. Yeah. So it wasn't too serious. And it kind of reminded me of like whatever that show was we watched. It was a Netflix animated but it ended up not being same same person that makes Futurama ended up not being that great. Uh, Disenchantment. Disenchantment. Yeah. This was like more interesting and funny than that. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. totally different, like sense of oh. humor and everything. Yes, yes. Um, but I'm just comparing the two because they're both fantasy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm just hoping. So I, I'm going to continue to watch. I don't know if you're going to give it another shot or not. I'm just hoping it strikes that same balance that NADPOD does, mm-hmm. where like is really like funny and the characters are funny, but it delivers this like serious story. So you can like really get engrossed in the story. Yeah. Cause NADPOD just strikes that balance so well. All right. Uh, yes. And I would, uh, I would recommend it again. I mean, if you're not interested in like fantasy or D and D like maybe, cause I think the story could still be entertaining. Yeah. As long as you're not put off by like some like gritty animation. I mean, I think if you're not into to those things, especially if you're not into fantasy at all, like that might put you off. Yeah, maybe. You know, like, but. Yeah, but it still just might be like a funny, entertaining show. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Um, all right. Anything else on The Legend of Vox Machina? No. I feel I, like I've certainly nerded out about Dungeons and Dragons long enough on this episode. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. It was mostly on your prompting, so. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got you to reveal your secrets. Yeah. See how you did Listen, that? Anyone that's listening that wants to play Dungeons and Dragons, hit me up. <laughs> Starting a new campaign soon. But also anyone that's listening that has a good recommendation for a podcast for me, mm. let me know. Here's what I'm looking for. Something that is over like a series, you know, the series. I want like a season of a story. I want someone to tell me a story that's really engaging an interesting a true story and sometimes i'll find this and then season two is like not interesting at all sure yeah and so like i just do, kind of don't know where to go like I true like, detective i really like yeah true detective <laughs> if you want an engaging Cereal. an engaging story <laughs> let me recommend nadpod brian murphy <laughs> weaves a tale like no other so anyway that's what i'm looking for and I really like stuff about con artists. Mm. So hit me up. I've already listened to Chameleon. HMU. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have suggestions or podcasts for us, email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review and tell some friends. And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Bye. Bye. Watching television, watching television. Watching